Hello, loves, and welcome <laughs> to a new episode of The Whorehouse. It's me, Shay, the head whore, and I have Eric, big dick, Eric C, in the house, the big D, and <laughs> we're already laughing, so it's going to be a good one today. Please tell them while we're laughing. <laughs> Eric was putting on chapstick before the show and i said i have dry lips 24 7 and i didn't specify so yeah but then you reiterated the fact that you're like oh my lips not that one i <laughs> these ones i pointed up to my mouth i was like these oh. ones and then he almost choked on his drink <laughs> absolutely hilarious jay how are you doing today i'm okay how are you i'm you know I was trying to think, what do they call the head woman who has all the uh, the people who go out and have sex with other people? Is that a madam? madam? The madam? madam? Oh, am I the madam? I think you're the madam now. Oh. I mean, cool. you're definitely the head whore, but I, I'm going to say Madam Shay. Oh, nice. I can get Madam Shay. <laughs> so... What do you want to get into? Because this is the horror house and we get into it, everything. We get into all kinds of things. Um, okay, for instance. All right. So I find food and sex disgusting mixed together. Yeah, I as we talked about before i yeah. i worked in i worked in the er and i don't do i mean i can get behind some whipped cream and some you know a little bit of this and that but i i don't i don't like the food uh play i i think it, it's too easy to get something in the wrong place and then end up in the er <laughs> oh god you know, you know, you'll end up on tv you know, I was reading about sex around the world, um, and I was reading about, you know, historical sex practices, and I did read that historically women used to, and I want to say this might have been in Egypt, used to use crocodile dung <laughs> as a contraceptive. They used to shove it up in their vag. Um to keep from getting pregnant crocodile crocodile, cr- crocodile, crocodile shit yeah um because it has some kind of acidity to it that and, and what i was the article i was reading said it it could have been possible because it, it had some kind of uh properties that could have been spermicide so it maybe could have worked <laughs> that's not it food ha- but it, it has come to something my head. to it <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. That's not food. Uh, so my ADHD brain just said, hey, crocodile poop, food. <laughs> but I, yeah, I read about that and I'm trying to picture how they lived through those times. They just shoved some crocodile shit up their vag and we're like, yeah, I won't get pregnant. <laughs> I mean, what, about- what else did they have to use? <laughs> uh, what do you mean? They had everything else under the sun to use. Okay? <laughs> they relied on, they, they ended up on crocodile shit everyone <laughs> it's like you know we could use we could use that thing that looks like a little rubbery thing that we could stretch it has a little rubber band at the bottom that tightens it no 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 tony i think we're gonna go with that crocodile shit over there 
Yes, there are a lot of people named Tony back in the day. <laughs> I have no clue. Antonius. Antonius. Uh, Antonius Banderas. Sexy man. <laughs> now, I was reading a lot of stuff like that. There was, I think the first dildo that they found <laughs> that they recorded was from like 26,000 years ago. And it was made out of stone. And it was a, apparently a, a big fucker. And, um, and then they found that... Cleopatra used some kind of box full of bees as a vibrator. <laughs> so She's weird. just willing to die by a thousand stings in order to get off. <laughs> Reminds me of Howard Stern from uh, the movie Private Parts, uh, where they show the chick who laser big fat speaker down and then he goes so she can have a orgasm and oh she God. did live on to, radio i used to sit on the speaker box in my ex-husband's lowrider truck in the 90s. no you did not yeah i did oh my god yeah i did <laughs> Like a subwoofer? Yeah. I used to sit on it because it was in the way. That was my only place for me to sit. Um, you know, he was one of those fools that took out all the seats so he could put in more subwoofers. That's the only place I had to sit. And I would sit there. I will say that his apparently were not strong enough to to give an O out. So that did not work for me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I couldn't imagine how that could work for anybody, but you know, I, it's Howard Stern. It could be a lie. Who knows? Uh, I'm that certain that there are some, day. I'm certain there are some that could, could give one out. My son had a friend who would come over here and he, you know, he had one, uh, it was not a, a truck. It was some kind of like SUV and the entire back of it was full and i sat in it one time and i swear to god i thought it was gonna have a heart attack i am certain that there are some <laughs> that could give an o i'm certain just not the ones that my ex-husband had i we, uh, how's your washing machine doing by the way <laughs> you know these are all tricks you do when you're younger and you don't have any proper sex toys <laughs> i don't use my washing machine like that <laughs> i do do you? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Like my washing machine. Oh, yeah. My roommate. She gets so pissed. She's like, "What are you doing, sitting on the washing machine again, Eric?" <laughs> it's embarrassing. I like the way it feels on my balls. <gasps> Man, I, yo, if I could get an orgasm from just somebody vibrating my balls, I'd be so happy. I'd be more than happy because it doesn't work like that for guys. Well. It doesn't really work like that for girls either. You can't just sit on anything that vibrates and, and you know. If I were a chick, I'd find a way. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, not for nothing, but you know. I mean, I'm trying to think of some really spectacular things that vibrate right now and how I might try them. You know. <laughs> You're looking around the room in the studio. You're going, let's see, like, what do we got what's in here? What's in here? You know, I do have one of those things you stick on the top of your head that that's, that massages your scalp for you, and the and it vibrates. And the other end of it is just you know, kind of a straight, kind of a straight metal. Can you do that rod. hand gesture? So I mean, do the hand gesture again. <laughs> 
<laughs> every time, every time my, my man sticks his on his head or my head or the dog's head, he turns around the other end of it and waves it at me. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> you added the dog in there. All right, you know. I, so anyway, this is my last show on the whole house. <laughs> Listen, we have a lot of of dog antics around our house. Um, you know, there's a lot of you know, you, you go, you turn the lights off, you've, you've done all the, the showering and the prepping and, you know, everything's all nice and quiet and, and you're in the mood. And then suddenly there's a squeaky toy that sounds like a bird dying going off right next to you on the floor. <laughs> She's killed everything else in the house. Every single one of them are shredded and lying there stuffing everywhere, strung across the house. And usually that's when they want to, you know, we're having sex and the dogs are eating the ass out of some poor stuffing dog toy, you know, like, and I don't know why the ass, but the one dog eats the ass out of every toy. <laughs> when she gets stressed out because we're having sex we have two of them we have a, a a blue healer australian shepherd and then we the old the younger one is this crazy crazy german shepherd honey badger ferret thing and slash um, <laughs> anal <yeah>. prober <laughs> Yeah, she's the one that that uh, stuck her nose up his ass in the shower. <laughs> Yo, we were in the shower I, I last be, night. Uh, she was also the one on the couch. If you saw me, um, when he, <laughs> he oh, if yes. you saw the video that I posted, I posted it on the on the whorehouse Instagram page where he was trying to be sweet to me, and he came up and laid on the top of the back of the couch, and he flipped it over with me and the dog <laughs> and everything on it, and it got caught on our ring ring cam. So I you know decided to make fun of him and i posted it of course on the show page and and on the show tiktok and you know put headings different headings on each one of them but um the speaking dog... of which <laughs> before you go any further speaking of which you just mentioned uh some tell people where they can find you oh yes you can see that video on the show instagram page at give me the horrors and the show tiktok page at give me the hose on tiktok and um yeah, I was I was just messing with him, just fucking with him entirely. Uh, he wasn't apologizing to me, but it looked sort of like he was. And so I, you know, put him on there and I'm like, when he weighs more than the apology and then the couch flips over on TikTok, I'm like, when the edible hits and then the couch flips over because it looks like he's just kind of crawling up on the back of the couch and laying down and then the couch flips over. But the dog was on the couch too. And you can just see her face as the couch is flipping over and it's fucking hilarious. And yeah, she she the dogs in this house are crazy and they they do insane things and they'll be running around they'll jump up on the cow uh, on the bed in the middle of everything and just you know stick their nose somewhere it doesn't belong or suddenly you're having a threesome because i i'm you know he's he's going down on me and the dog is kissing me on my face at the same time i've had to stop him before <laughs> like i just can't do this you wait like, your turn yeah this isn't the threesome i you know i yeah i've never i've never had a real threesome really yeah i've never had a real like full-fledged like, threesome i had a, a threesome of a sort in the like in of a sort yeah in the in the vip room at a strip club that doesn't count. I'm talking about the house. No. No. Or at the Not hotel. unless you count my dog. <laughs> 
Need a stunning website? Look no further than peakforresults.com. Get started today for just $149.99. Whether you're an individual or a business, we've got you covered. Again, that's peakforresults.com. P-E-A-K, the number four, results.com. So, all right. So, uh, please, describe the uh, strip club event. Um... Uh, I was ones in the buns and fives in the thighs. Um, I can't even remember. I, this was a while ago. I think this was in my thirties maybe. And I had gone to a strip club with my boyfriend at the time. And there, I had enjoyed quite a few, quite a few back in the back lap dances and uh whatever i believe that night i had been on stage in a chair um and then we went up to we went upstairs and there was a specific girl that i i had had i had fun with earlier that night and she had left she was uh, she was dressed to go home and everything and she she came back uh, in for me and when we went upstairs and me and her got it on and he was, my boyfriend was participating, but there were, you know, rules to what she, she and him could do apparently. Was, now was this here where we live, like in the Tampa Bay area? Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought it was no touching. Apparently it's different for girls. Cause I, I've always been allowed to do whatever I wanted pretty much in a strip club. So not fair. It's so, <laughs> the, yeah, the doubled standards that go on. So not fair. Yeah. And I, I mean, and I mean, yeah, I mean, you girls can, or at least I can, I've always been able to touch the boobies and, you know, put my hands wherever I've been on a stage on my back with, with boobies in my face. I've, Get you know, the yeah. Fuck out of oh here. yeah. Yeah. I've celebrated many a birthday at a at a strip club. I've I've had um, you know, just gone and and hung out. I've done yeah, yeah. But I mean, as far as like the the touching and everything, it seems to be a different rule. For, it's been a while since I've been, not too long, maybe 6 years or so. But I had yeah, I had I had a good time at strip clubs. All right, so how how did that kind of be a threesome though i'm still kind of uh i mean because we, we were all three participating um and i could so do you, whatever you're I grabbing wanted titties him. and i could do anything i wanted to him it was just between him and her where the it, it, uh, where the interaction was limited you need to get in a threesome with him with oh your man Oh yeah, okay. Sorry, because the hymn that I was referring to is long gone. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, it's an X. Yeah, fuck him. I uh, know you get it. Try a threesome out. I mean, find a, a find a chick who you find attractive. I don't know. Have you ever delved down that path before with another female? Like I'm talking motor box. I don't. Um. Oh, you mean me personally or as a threesome? No, you personally have you ever have you ever gone down on a chick? No, I haven't. No. Have you ever kissed a chick? Oh yeah. Have you ever sucked on the chick's boobs? Yeah. You ever fondled them and yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you find females attractive? Yeah. 
Okay, so you, what you need to do is you need to find a female, but you can't be the jealous type in that situation. You know well, what I mean? At this point, I I don't think that I would want to invite that into the relationship that I have. I don't I don't personally think that that is something that I want. I don't want to share what I have, madam. I, I, I'm just trying to live vicariously right now. You if you are. could just keep me going, <laughs> just keep me going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm dashing all your hopes and dreams. It's okay. I, God I, did that a long time ago. Did, did he? <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't have any problem. I don't have any problem with, with people who choose that for themselves. But for me, I think that it is something that would cause, cause problems. Not, not, it's not a fantasy that I it's, have. Okay. that And that's fine. I totally get it. Uh, like, me as a single man, uh, I, I would totally, you know, get down with the get down. Uh, but the second I'm in a real relationship, that's where I draw the line. I'm not sharing my chick with anybody. Yeah, I... And I hope she would say the same thing. I'm not, I'm not sharing my dick with anybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's... Um, like I said, I was younger at the time um, when I was doing that to begin with. And... Um, I don't think that it was very good for the relationship that I was in and it, it didn't end up, you know, lasting. And I don't think that that inviting other people into my bedroom is going to do anything for my, my relationship. Is there anything that you can think of right now that would literally just spice your relationship up right now in the bedroom? There's nothing I I uh, I don't I don't have any complaints about my bedroom life. My sex life is is pretty pretty fucking bomb to be honest. Um the only thing I think that would spice it up is if we weren't so both so tired all the time <laughs> to be honest. Um we're both pretty open and um willing to try just about anything and and we have great chemistry. A really great chemistry and and he he fucking loves me he really does and i feel the same so i don't think that and what's what i think what's more important really what's more important is um he's very accepting and and i feel the same way there's no judgment there's no you know whatever it is that you come up with um <laughs> or whatever i could probably Oh, you know, uh, there's a lot of joking. There's a lot of, of humor and acceptance. And, you know, I put him on Facebook, flipping the couch over, and he told me he's going to set up a camera and push me off the bed. <laughs> and he, and he, he said it very nonchalantly, like it was a plan. You know, there's a lot of humor. There's a lot of acceptance. There's a lot of of just you know, I, I don't know. I could probably tell him I wanted to shove a potato up his ass and he'd be like, what kind of potato are we talking about? You know, like, <laughs> I don't know. Just does, something. It, does it have those extra spuds on it? Are they mashed potatoes? Or is it the heart? 
I don't know. You know, I just, I feel like there's a lot of openness and a lot of ability to just communicate and, and accept whatever is going on with the other person and be willing to at least accept the sentence that came out of somebody's mouth <laughs> with grace and humor. <laughs> and, and that's where it's, you know, that's where the rubber meets the road right there, you know? <laughs> I'm picking up what you're uh, putting down. I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Come on, baby. I don't know. Let me ask you this. Has there ever been any time in your life where there was something about you that you felt self-conscious about in the bedroom? I think most of my life was like that. I, I didn't come up in a, an environment where, where sex was okay. Um, I didn't even come up in an environment where, where it was talked about really in any, Mm -hmm. in any way other than don't do that or you're, you're going to hell or, you know, you will burn. You will burn. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I was, um, ostracized and disowned. And I, you know, pretty much lost everybody that I, that was supposed to love me because of, of me trying to figure out the world, you know, on my own with no information and doing it poorly, uh, because I was ill-informed and, and because I was young, you know, young people, they make, they make choices, they make decisions. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad, but especially when they're, when they're ill-informed, they, they make bad choices. And a lot of that, when you have any kind of culture or upbringing or anything where you feel like you can't be yourself, uh, or you feel shamed or you feel guilty about anything that you do, you end up with some kind of negative feeling about yourself, no matter, you know, what it is. And I think there's a lot of people out there that can relate to that when you, whether you are living in a country where you can, where, you know, sexual expression or certain sexual things are illegal or suppressed, or maybe, you know, you come up in a religious background where, you know, those kind of things are, are you're taught to feel guilty or feel ashamed of them, or, you know, maybe struggling with sexuality. You don't know who you are, you, or you do, but you, it's not, not looked on favorably by your family or your friends. Um, you can come up with a lot of come up. I'm what I mean by is grow up, uh, go through life with a lot of negative feelings about yourself. And there, I had a, most of my life where I, I felt very negative about myself. I didn't realize what I brought to the table or what I brought into a relationship. Um, especially sexually, I didn't even realize how good I was at something or that I really knew how to do it. Or, um, even that I was the one who was bringing the chemistry most of the time, or sometimes that I had the ability to say, no, I don't even like you that I I don't belong in this situation that I don't, I don't, 
I don't even, I don't even like it here. What am I doing here? Why did I say yes to that? Like I, I have a lot of trouble with that. A lot of trouble with that because I, I didn't, I didn't have self-confidence. I did. I had nothing but negative feelings. I think that's, that's a lot of people struggle with that. So about what age would you say that you transitioned out of that feeling into the way that you feel now? I don't, I think if you I'm can't still, pinpoint it, it's okay. I, I'm just asking. Honestly, I think I'm still transitioning uh, out of that. And I think sometimes it takes finding, finding the people finding the friends and the partner, especially when you don't, especially when you've lost your family, uh, when you don't have that supportive, uh, you know, I can't pick up the phone and call my mom. I can't pick up the phone and call my dad. It's been like that for a very long time. When you don't have family and friends, you don't have any, all you can do is, is try and get through it. You know, I've had therapy and I've had, you know, different things and I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I've read a lot of books. I, you know, I've listened to Ted talks. I, you know, audiobooks. Um, Mel Robbins is wonderful. I, I have had so many different things that I, that I could lean on, but until I got the right group of people around me that let me know, and I didn't know, also didn't know I had ADHD until this year. Undiagnosed ADHD is is a killer for, for people when they don't know what's going on. And so until you get the right, the right, the right people talking to you and you surround yourself with people who are accepting and loving and you then you start to believe in yourself and you start to have the right kind of self-confidence and, and you start to understand there's nothing wrong with me. There's something wrong with the way I was conditioned to think about myself. And there is something wrong with the idea that expressing yourself is shameful. And there's something wrong with the way that I was treated. And that is when you can start to break through and, and feel positive, positive body positivity, sexual expression starts to get a little bit easier. You can, you can start to ask, you can start to think of yourself as magic. You can start to think of the things that you do in your life as, and the people that you relate to, you can, you can connect better, but, but with a, with a history of, of trauma and abandonment and, and things like that. It's very hard and it does take years to, to, to work on. I'm 50 years old and it, in the last few years, it has started to change, but it was very intentional and it it takes a lot of work. Right on. I, wow. Thank you for sharing that and everything. Uh, I mean, like, all right. So do you have, all right. For, uh, young women and young men coming up, what advice do you have for them when it comes to the situation that we've been talking about? 
be. I mean, just kind. let it out. Be kind to yourself. It is. It is hard. It is hard to it is very hard to overcome the things that you've been conditioned to think about yourself. It is hard to carry guilt and shame. It is hard when other people tell you who you are, when other people define you. And when you lose people that are supposed to love you because of your choices, and when those choices are an expression of who you are, and sometimes it takes a long time to get to a place where you can love yourself because someone else who was supposed to didn't. Sometimes it's because you've had trauma in your life. Sometimes you get therapists who have no idea what they're doing. Sometimes they're just horrible. Keep going. Keep trying. There are people in the world who need you, who love you, and who are inclusive, who do care about seeing you thrive and blossom and enjoy your life like you are. You're enough just like you are. And there will come a day when you look in the mirror and you know that. Just keep going. Well, on that note, everybody, uh, I am Eric C. And she is the madam, the head whore, Shay. This has been the whorehouse where we talk about everything. And uh, we will go above and beyond to make you laugh, to make you sexually inclined to do stuff that you never would, uh, maybe to gross you out a little bit, and uh, maybe to, you know, teach you something. And uh, this one was a serious note. And uh, Shay, I can't thank you enough for pouring your soul out, I mean, to everybody. Uh, on that note, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, This has been The Whorehouse. She is Shay. I am Eric C. We are out. Bye, guys.